Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Previously on In The Moment. Thank y'all for listening to part two of In The Moment. Stay tuned for part three, where Katie forces me to get real about my love life. Welcome to part three of this week's episode of In The Moment. Next segment is called Let's Debate. Katie. I have five topics here. One that I know for sure we disagree on, and we'll debate that. Okay. But the four before those, I have no clue. I'm just going to bring them to the table now, and let's see where we stand. And if we don't have a debate, we'll move on. But if we do, let's debate it. Mm. You ready? Mm-hmm. All right, number one. I saw a tweet that said, you owe it to your significant other to stay as attractive as you can throughout the relationship. No. I agree on that, so we don't have a debate there. You should be attracted for yourself, right? Exactly. Say less. If a person moves on and they start dating someone who looks just like you, are you more mad at that or are you less mad? I'm flattered. I agree. Because that means that you're still stuck on me. Yep. Yeah, get over me. Yeah. Move on. Or that means that you have a type and your type is me. (laughs) It's going to always be me. Uh Uh-huh. And another me. Nope. Okay. We don't disagree there. Let's move on. Someone sleeps with the wife or husband of their best friend who has passed away. And I heard someone say the reason that happens is because y'all both love this person who has died. So now y'all have found a common bond, and you can't be mad at the fact that both of them have come together and mourned your death and found love. Do you think that's acceptable? No. That's some bullshit, David. That's some bull. That means you were praying. Like, some y'all had something going on when I was still alive. Like, What? All right, I know y'all say me and Katie agree too much. I promise y'all you I'm trying. You found love in my best friend? I'm trying, yo. I promise you. I will fight you. Uh-huh. I will haunt you. I'm sorry, I'm passed away. I will haunt you. Yeah. No, I'm going to haunt you. What? Until you here. Until we're both here. Like, And what? now it's the main event. Mm-hmm. And Jesus front row. Come on now. Watch this. Hey. Yeah. yeah. Nah, these are my confessions. <laughs> like. Yeah. Mm-mm. You know, Usher had also had a song called Can You Help Me? He no, did? yeah, he did. Help me, Usher. Help me figure out why you so toxic. All right, that's for people who listen yeah, last week. Yeah. Don't worry about it. All right. <laughs> no, because there's more, Katie. I miss some. <laughs> no, no every week now. <laughs> no, every week. No, you think I'm done? I know. I no, knew, I have more. I had. I knew you had at least three in you. I know that I skipped. Right? <laughs> Mad confessions. No, every time I was in LA, <laughs> I was with my ex yeah, girl. I bet you was. You six of them. All right. Yo, Ash, I love you, fam. I'm just joking. I'm joking. Watch this. I'm joking. <laughs> I, I can't say who, but I can say this. There was a parental debate. Is parental the word? Yeah. If okay. you're talking about parents. I, yeah. Well, it depends on how you're using it, but yeah. I believe. Parental debate. Uh-huh. About if this is good parenting mm-hmm. between two parents. Okay. And um, this is a young lady who is basically saying, hey, you know, um, I love you. Mm-hmm. I want to be with you. I think we got some, but at the same time, I want to put the car in my name. You know, you get your own car. Which would, which car though? Mine. You know, I don't want to do a a, a two car thing. Like I, she only makes purchases that she can handle 
on her own in case things don't go well. But where's the parental coming in? Where's the kid? So one parent said, I raised her like that. I raised oh. her to operate in a relationship to where always be okay if it don't work out. Yes, that's how I was raised. I don't want you to be a woman who, now you stuck. That's how I was raised. And then I heard another parent go, yeah, but, hey, ain't no good man about to put up with that. You putting everything in your name. You constantly making sure you got a little stash. You making sure you okay. You don't want to put the house in your in, in our name. You want to be in yours. You want with the car. Now, the house I get. You know what I mean? So it, it gets it gets a little saucy. Is this the one you know that we're going to debate on? No. Okay. That's the next one. Because it's we're going to debate one. on this. It's one. the next one. It's the next one, actually. Who's right or who's wrong? Do you think she should be raised that way or do you think that? Yes, she should be raised that way. Then we don't have a debate, actually. Oh, what? I agreed. Oh, okay. I actually agreed. No, I think she I'm should surprised. operate that way. Yeah. 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 No, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Because to raise her to basically depend on someone else is not the right way. You should always have your own way and your own way to provide for yourself if things don't go right. Because mm-hmm. I've seen it. I've, I've seen it. I've had a friend where her mom was relying on her dad for everything because he was like, I got you. Yeah. And then when she wanted out of the relationship, it's like, F you. Mm-hmm. And now you stuck with nothing because you relied on this dude and you didn't have your own that happens to so Easter many women. egg on the side. 100%. You know? 100%. Now, I am not necessarily in favor of, you know, we get a lot of calls from women who say I got a whole secret stash that he don't know about. I don't know if I respect that. I mean, at least tell him, yo, we have different accounts. It, you shouldn't have to hide anything from him. Yeah, from Because you partner. can tell me. I got my little secret stash. I ain't mad at you, baby. So do I. But it's all right. But it's all right. Right <laughs> now, the house thing. Now nah, we you can't just like not put my name on the house. That's wild. If we living in the house together, we got to both have our names on the house. You know what I'm saying? But if you want to have your own car, your own friends, your own situation, your own this, your own that. Nah, I ain't here to tell you it'd be different. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I respect and understand that you want it with me, but just in case I wow. Same way I think a man should go into it, just in case you She wow. wows. Uh-huh. That's why I don't believe in none of that whole, the man got to pay everything. No. I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know. Right. Maybe. Maybe not. But either way, be okay. Always be okay. Right. If the other person doesn't do you right. I don't care right. about your gender. So, no, that's not it either, Katie. Uh-oh. The last one that I know we disagree on. <laughs> you know. Yep. Can you be a bad husband and a good dad? If you're a cheater. At the same time. Katie believes you cannot. I believe you certainly can. You mean that you think that someone can be a good parent and a good cheater at the same time? All right. All right. See? No, that's not exactly. <laughs> that's not the tagline that <laughs> I signed up for. All right. You no. tell me. No, I believe that, yes, you can actually be a bad husband or wife but a good mom or a dad at the same time. Yes, okay. I believe that. Why? Because I'm going to tell you why you can't be. Okay. Um, I think it's compartmentalizing. You know, I think that's a thing in life. Um, I don't think everybody is good at everything. That's if we're true. being honest. No one is truly perfect. You're not going to be the most amazing at everything. Sometimes if you are an incredible person at work, well, maybe you're not the most incredible person at home and vice versa. And it's a balance and all those things, right? However, yes, I do believe that maybe you weren't the best spouse. Maybe you cheated. Maybe you weren't as attentive to uh, your spouse's needs as you should be or should have been, whatever the case. And you just wasn't a good partner, yo. 
But I don't think that that necessarily makes you a bad mom or dad. I do think that there are people who maybe they just can't get that relationship aspect of it right for whatever reason. Whatever reason it might be, there's a million reasons as to why you wasn't the best husband and wife, right? But I do think there are a lot of people who can say, you know what, I'm not good at that, and I'll separate that. But when it comes to this right here, my daughter, my son, my children, that has nothing to do with that. I'm going to be the absolute best mom or dad I can possibly be. I don't think that it takes the same things right, to be good at both. Right. Take a little something different. Okay. So absolutely, I think you can be great at one and not so great at the other. Now imagine this. All right, let's talk about it. Imagine you have a daughter. Mm -hmm. You love your daughter to pieces. Yes, I do. She's your world. Of course she is. That is your light. And you're not particularly on the same good terms with her mother, right? Or whatever it may be. So you're cheating. You're out there on the side, right? Wilder. Right? Yep. But your daughter wants to spend time with you. You tell her, you know, look, baby girl, I can't spend time with you. I have a poker game with the boys tonight. I'm so sorry. I can't spend time with you for the thousandth time. That you have wanted me to be around for you. And I can't spend time with you because daddy has to go play poker with his friends. And baby girl accepts it. Oh, daddy's just going to play poker with his friends. He'll be back tomorrow. Right? Mm -hmm. Daddy comes back, of course, tomorrow. And you think that he had a great night with the boys. And then you grow up. Daughter grows up. It's the same pattern over and over again. Daddy got to go play his poker games. Daddy got to hang out with the boys. Daddy can't spend time with you. And then you find out because you receive a call from daddy's side piece that says, hey, come to find out. You want to know where daddy was with them poker games? Where was that? He was with me. Sorry to tell you this. Sorry that you wanted him to be there. Sorry that you wanted him to spend time with you. But he was actually with me, your side piece. And he was actually cheating the entire time. Mm -hmm. All the time that he promised you he was going to hang out with you. Mm. And you wanted to spend time with daddy. Mm. And you're just his daughter. But you're also collateral damage. Okay. In this. Yeah. Because daddy wanted to play poker with the boys and not spend time with his daughter. Right. And you needed daddy to be there. Right. And you find out that daddy was just a rolling stone. All right. First things I'm going to need you to do is take your personal situation out of this <laughs> situation. Okay. I, that's what I'm first. first Katie, I'm going to need you because the way you, because <laughs> you've never been that good of a storyteller. That's number one. <laughs> Wait. No. It's very hurtful. You know, Katie. No. First I'm of all. I'm looking out the window no, trying not to cry. <laughs> no. Uncross your arms and stop looking out the window. And stop being so amazing with the detail of this story. Because there's no way I can debate it now. All right? You just went somewhere that I was completely not prepared for. I apologize to your brother, as I know he listens to this podcast. Your mom, everybody that's involved. I had no idea this where he was going. Okay? No. No. The way you just fucking sat up in your seat and gave me that. What you want me to do, Katie? Now, what you want me to do? What am I supposed to do? Daddy I'm was- supposed to debate this now? Daddy was a- <laughs> All right. Nah. This is so unfair and uncalled for. <laughs> no, wait. I just wanted to spend time with my father. Yo, you just went crazy. Yo, <laughs> I don't deserve this. I'm done. No. Y'all, this is it. I'm going back to Barton by myself. That's it. I am done. <laughs> Katie, what am I supposed to do? What the fuck? I just want to let you know that it spills over to the children, damn it. <laughs> All right. Yo. No, because the whole time I I sit here thinking to myself, I can't like debate this situation because this sounds very specific. <laughs> like, this is not when the Harlem Globe tried to play the generals. Nothing is general about this. They're playing the specifics. Okay, Katie? 
And I wanted to be like, that's one situation. <laughs> that's not every situation. Like, there are some situations in life where, yes, he may treat his wife or she may treat her husband like that. But when it comes to the kids, they drop everything and they there because it's a different energy. You're not my wife. You're not my husband. These are my kids. It's separate. But after what you just did, we're moving on. Okay. Are we done here? Yep. Are you okay? Yeah. I love you. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Who's next? Uh, Katie, you remember um, you told me you wanted me to bring back the lyrics that bothered me? Yes. Same yes. Way. Remember? All right, so we're going to start doing that again. Okay, good. We like kind of gave a sample last week with Usher. Mm-hmm. And so this week, it's not really lyrics, though. We'll start off with a whole song. You ready? Okay. All right, so new segment to the podcast. I haven't named it yet. So for now, let's just call it These Lyrics from These Artists Are Well. (laughs) (laughs) Number one. And I always try to think first of songs I love. Mm -hmm. Katie, if we're going to be honest. Right. Right here and right now. Mm. Here and now, in the words of Luther. Here and now. Donnell Jones was out his damn mind. It's one of my favorite songs ever. If you really think about it, are you kidding me? Katie, that entire song is about I love you, you love me, you have held me down, clearly. We should be together. Right. And though I have these extremely strong feelings about you that I have developed because of all of the hard work that you have done in my life, I want to go and be a hoe. <laughs> That's what the song is about. Sweet a little dee. And he thought a little sweeter than a dee dee I don't mean to hurt you, Bill. Fuck you. No, okay. That makes it work. Exactly. Can you imagine like, we really ran with no, this. No, he said never would imagine. Exactly. That <laughs> you would. You would play a major part in a decision that's so hard. Should I leave? Should I stay? Should I go? Think about my life and what matters. Katie. When he hit. Girl, that love it with What? And we was all like, yo, he is eating this. I couldn't wait to sing. In time, your heart will heal. I'm not saying I'm gone, but I I have have to to find find out what what life life is like as a whore. Oh, shit. As a smut bag. Without Without you. you. I'm not saying I'm gone. I'll be right back. So don't go anywhere. Don't you go anywhere. Give me a second. Right. To figure out. I got to go out here and sow my royal oats? Oh, hell no. Exactly. We was young. We was eating this up. We was all singing it with him. That's my jam. And don't get it twisted. I love some Donnell Jones. Who don't? Damn. But when you really think about it, what woman was you going to sit down and go, I don't mean to hurt you, baby. Well, she would have been stuck on the sweet little Didi. No. He made a part two. He made a part two to that song. See, you don't even know that part. No. On his next album. It was allegedly the part two of Where I Want to Be. I did not know that. Let me say, yeah. He did a follow-up song? Yeah, you know that. Who does a follow-up song and say, hey, by the way. Yeah. I got a lead to go be a hoe. 
And here's what I found out in the wild. Is that what it was? What, what was it about? Like it his was, discoveries? Where you are? No, it's called Where You Are. Where I want to be and where you are. Where right? you are is where I want to be. That was part two to where I want to be. What's the lyrics of that? I tell you right now. There's no way in hell. You ready? You know what's yeah. happening. I'm saying I'm sorry for leaving you. Oh. But I wanted to start. I, I want to sing it because I know it. I'm, I'm saying, saying I'm sorry I'm for leaving sorry you. For leaving you. But I wanted, I wanted to start, to start my, life brand, my life brand new. I was I going through changes and could not see. And could not see. That with that you is where I want to be. be. Nothing, Nothing compares, compares to, you. to you. And I hurt and from the pain I put you through. Baby, I need you desperately. Because I got to be where you are. And the song was fine. First song was fire, second song was fire, all of the songs was fire. But now that we looking back on it, and you want me to go back into these uh, digging up lyrics and talking about it. Well, I got to start with Donnell Jones. Because the last two weeks, we've talked about how nasty it would have to be to be keeping up with the Joneses at this point. Oh, shit. And it obviously don't stop with Alex. No. Chill. Yo, I got to go out here and give this, you know what I mean, to sweetie little dead of Diddy. I don't mean to hurt you. Baby. <laughs> he said, I'm not saying I'm gone. But I <laughs> oh, audacity. You to put a butt after that, bro. Are you kidding me? Like I might come back. Wait for it. Yo. Hold on. Yo. Hold on. Yo, DJ. Yo, Donnell. Nah, you was wildin'. Now I'm glad you made it. Cause yo, when I tell you that was my shit, it still is. Damn. But if you really you can't hear it the same, right? No. I know. Just thinking about it. Damn. Katie, you wanted to bring this segment back. I so, know. Oh, you asked for it. Thank All you. Right? I needed it. This is where you wanted to be. So right. here we are. All right. Who's next? Thank y'all for listening in the moment. Stand by for a 30-second break, and we'll be right back. All right, let's get into relationship talk. No. <laughs> I know. No, you asked for this, too. You're asking for a lot of things you don't want, Katie, but here we are. You want to start with me or you? I'm going to give you. That's the only option you get in this. <laughs> me or you? Who are we starting with? Ooh, you. Oh, now you soldier you, girl. You. <laughs> now you superwoman. You. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right, why is my jaded past affecting me and stopping me from having a, uh, I don't know, a good present? You know why. No, no. Come on now, we talked about this. Yeah. Because of the things that have happened to you in your past that have affected you and also a part of how you were raised, that's also how you go out and date yeah, so aren't we all supposed to look at history and actually learn something from it so that it, history doesn't become the present? Yes, history-wise. But some things you were given advice on that you shouldn't have been given advice on that was terrible advice. What, like it was just, it's always your turn? It, it, yeah. But is that is that not true? It's not when you find your forever person. It's still my turn, Katie, unless she was a virgin. And you and Heather said that. <laughs> yeah, that's what y'all said. Y'all laughed at me. But... Technically, <laughs> technically, even if she is my forever, isn't it still my turn? And I'm not saying it's, it's this ain't even to part. This is genuinely Katie talking to me about me and me talking to Katie about Katie and for y'all entertainment purposes. <laughs> so that y'all can laugh at our pain. Laugh at our real life. But no, I don't think anyone should live that way, in all honesty. Yeah. However, that is what I was told, and yes, that has carried in the back of my mind, and I wish it wouldn't, and it's a stupid thing. But yes, that's what I was told, and it don't necessarily mean it's not I just, true. I just wish that when you meet a woman that you feel is the woman for you, you would enjoy every moment of it instead of thinking that you have to play a game to keep her around. I don't believe or I Or vice to. versa. Like, there's a game Fair. to be played. 
I don't think there's a game to be played. Not but, from not from me. Okay. Not at this big age. Well, then how do you see it though? If you if you start dating a woman that you're really interested in, I, okay. How do you view it as as far as how you're gonna play? Not play. Well, as yeah, far no, as you I understand gonna, what you're saying. I get it. Present to her. You know. Um. You want me to be honest, Anna? Yeah. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Oh shit. Oh uh, yeah. Um. We here. I don't know how to accept that she's actually for me. I don't believe in that anymore. Why not? Um, hmm, damn. Uh, part of that is the unfortunate truths that I was told from older men when I was younger. Um, I think it made me a little bit wiser in growing up and dealing with women, to be honest. I, I, I wasn't really the guy that was, uh, as much as we joke about it, we have fun with it, if we're being real. No, there's a reason I wasn't the guy that was so into women, you know, like all my friends were mm-hmm. growing up. You know, they fell in love with woman after woman after woman. And for me, it was always like, all right, it's about basketball right now. It's about music right now. It's about comedy right now. It's about radio right now. Like, that's kind of been my pattern. And, yeah, if a woman comes into my life and shakes this thing up, it makes me feel like all of that is cool, but it ain't nearly as important as me because I'm her and I'm here and I'm for you. I'd gladly give all this shit up. I would. And wouldn't even think twice about it. But I haven't experienced that, Katie. But how do you know that you will experience it? Like, for me, I know when I've experienced a woman that I'm like, I'll give up everything. I'll do whatever it takes for you, right? I know that feeling. Mm-hmm. But for you, how will you know that you know that feeling? I don't know. If you- I don't know. I don't even know what that feeling feels like. I don't know that that feeling is real. Okay. I, you know, I hear people say it. And say, oh, you know when you know. You meet the one, you know, right? And maybe you do. And maybe I simply just haven't met the one. You know, I'm not the person, let me be clear, that's walking around on some, uh, I'll never be in love. I don't believe in it. It'll never be for me. I'm not that person, right? Like, if it's for me, it's for me. If it's not, it's not. I'm that person. I'm good either way, right? If I'm just not making it easy. I'm not on uh, social media sites. I'm not looking for dating i'm not running around like people always ask you that like it's like almost like it's a necessity to happiness who are you dating what's your love life like yeah who's this person like why i have so many amazing things going on in my life and i'm happy i'm happier than i've ever been anytime that i was ever in a relationship fully you know and that's not to say that i don't like relationships or something wrong with them like some people find happiness in being with someone some people don't right i'm one of those people that if it happens when it happens it will be a bonus to my life but until then i'm good all right so have you ever experienced like being in love and when i say in love it's not that you're just saying that you're in love no in love where you and that person split and your heart fucking hurt you had this heartbreak inside of you where you felt like you couldn't function where you just were just so distraught by this breakup, if it was a breakup, you know, and it it made you ache in on the inside because you loved that person more than you loved anyone else who wasn't your family. Have you ever experienced that? Yes. Okay. One time. How I see it is if you experience that kind of love, mm-hmm. then you know when someone comes into your life, if that's a person that you want to take the risk on having that type of love again with. If you think that they are worth that, right? I, that ooh, that pain for me, um, you know, they say that first cut is the deepest. 
right? And I think we all go through that. Mm-hmm. For me, personally, everybody reacts to it a little differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of took it as no one will ever be worth me feeling like this again. And I know that's probably not a good thing, but that's how I received it. I will never feel like this again. I <laughs> know. That's how I took it, it's, though. It's not that bad because I understand. Because when I went through the same thing, that's also how I felt. But people get over it, right? And then they start to feel it again two years later with this new person that popped up. Not that's, the same, That's though. kind of what happens with a lot of people. Well, a lot of people, yes. Yeah. For me, no, I really meant that shit. <laughs> when I said, like, no one will. Never yeah. again. Yeah, no, nah, I really meant it. Like, no one will ever have that power again to say, like, I, you know, you in that situation of but, someone could call you and, and say something, oh, you pissed me off today, and now the rest of your day is fucked. I, I don't, now, you know what I mean? Here's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Here's where, ironically, we're the fucking same in the sense of because no one will ever have that power over you, right? Yeah. I know for me, when I felt that pain, I didn't want anyone else to have that power over me, right? right? So because of that, I put up a guard, you know, and I weeded out, bobbed and weave because I didn't want to, you know, yeah. go through that. You yeah. don't want to go through that same heartache. Hell no. But at some point, I was like, at least you have to let your guard down to realize that you have to let someone in who may show you a different kind of love, right? Mm, see what you did there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> <laughs> even if you don't want to do that, eventually I felt the need that I had to do that. But even when I found someone who I was willing to take that chance with, and I'm still trying to figure it out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, It sucks because even though I'm like, I want to take that chance with you. I still don't want to take that chance with you. You get more access than anyone else has had to me in a long-ass time. Yeah. But I still don't want to take that risk. But by me still not wanting to take that risk, I'm shutting out a lot, which I feel like she feels, which is also in turn shutting her out and pushing her because I'm trying to protect my feelings. See, and it's funny because let's go here, right, because we have these conversations. And it's um it's interesting because of the dynamic of a woman loving a woman, mm-hmm. right? And what that looks like and what that feels like. Because, you know, it's, I don't want it to come off as, oh, shit, maybe it is. Fuck it. What am I running from? Maybe it is what people say, that you go through that first heartbreak and all of a sudden you don't want to let anyone else in. I don't want it to be that because it's not fair. Right. You should never let your experience with one person dictate your experience with anyone else. That's true. Fuck that one person Mm -hmm. and whatever that experience was. For me, though, you know how I am. It's a little deeper than it ever appears to be with me. Yeah. And that one person is genuinely not dictating what I believe these other people to be. Mm -hmm. It's not. I think there are so many women in the world that are way more amazing, genuine than that particular situation I went Mm -hmm. through, right? It didn't ruin what I believe of women in a sense of where a lot of people go through that, right? Like you go through something with a man and now you hate all men. Mm -hmm. Or you go through something with a woman, you hate all women. It wasn't that for me. It ruined what I thought love was. Not women, love. And I'm not going to lie, I was naive, yo. I grew up a lot of naive in that area of thinking that the princess thing was real. That what do you mean? she waits for her king, her king finds her, sweeps her off her feet, and they go off into the sunlight of love and happiness forever. And you go through a couple things of life that shows you that, yeah, not necessarily, my guy. 
that pupusa done been around, right? And you have to accept it. It hurts. You have to accept it. And <laughs> you had a different pupusa than my pupusa. But have I? Because do you really know where your pupusa has been? No, I'm about to tell you about my pupusa. After you finish talking about your pupusa. See? See? How many plates this pupusa done been on, yo? Right? And you, <laughs> you just start to question everything. Right. And I hate that. Because I don't want to be that person, right? I, 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 and this is kind of, as much as we joke, what I was saying earlier about, I've been made fun of this my whole life, of like, hey, what, do you want a virgin? Like, not necessarily. No. No, I don't. It ain't even a sexual thing. Mm-hmm. It's a mental thing. You know, of I just see life differently. I see everything differently. You wouldn't know that if you don't know me, how different I really see things. If you've come to my comedy shows, you kind of get an idea, right? But the moment I feel like you just out here just trying things, figuring it out, and nothing is really of value to you, even yourself, I don't know how to feel mm-hmm. anymore. Does that make sense? Yeah. I get stuck in those situations of the moment I feel like you may actually see the world like a quote-unquote normal person, then how do I know that you and I could ever have anything that's exclusive or that's unique or different than what I've experienced? So that's that's what's holding you back from future relationships, right? What's holding you back is the how will I know you'll just be for us. Yeah, like I want to feel, I don't want to be in a relationship, Katie, that feels like just another relationship. You know what I mean? Like I heard... um. Deontay Wilder, boxer, the other day, cry in a press conference because a fighter died that never had a kid. And he talked about how that man would never know what it's like to be a father. And in that moment, I realized, like, I've been running from that. That's a feeling I never truly wanted to face. Like, what if I never really know what that's like? I run from that. I don't want to deal with that. And that's not something I signed up for. At the same time, I saw a lot of my peers growing up just have kids just because they thought a woman was attractive. Right. Just because they got caught up in a moment. She's here. He's here. We like each other. Let's have sex. Now you got a kid. Now you're dealing with child support. You're dealing with this. Your baby mama drama, blah, blah, blah. And I saw all of that. And I was like, I don't want that. I grew up in the midst of all of that. I don't want a separate family. I know what that feels like to be the, the one kid that's in a family that, you know, everybody is a part of his family. But you, yeah. you kind of just dragging along here, guy. This ain't your name. This ain't your family. I'm not doing that to my kid. Because that was one of the most painful things I ever had to deal with. So if I have a child with you, I want to feel like this shit is forever. Not for now. A lot of people settle for now. And I ain't mad at it. I don't judge it. It's cool. It just wasn't for me. The problem is, you go with that attitude long enough, that whole, I don't want it for now, I want it for everything, and you start to realize you're running out of fucking time. (laughs) And now what? Now do you make the decision that's for now? Because you're running out of time, or do you stay true to your guns? Wait for forever. And if forever don't ever come. You know, I don't even know if I'm making sense at this point, but that's how I feel. So now I'm in this world of, well, I done waited this damn long mm. to feel like when I meet her, it ain't just a Mr. Right Now, Mrs. Right Now thing. It's got, it, like, for me, I've always wanted it to feel like, where the fuck have you been all my life? Mm-hmm. I've always wanted that feeling. Right. I've yet to feel that. Like, I've always told people, well, I've met women I could live with. 
but I've yet to meet the woman I can't live without. Until I meet her, well, what would I get married or have a kid for? You don't. That's where I'm at. Well, shit. And my past has made that even harder. Then you got to think about the fact that I was raised by women who, like, really like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw how my dad treated my mom. I've seen how my grandmother moved and what she deserved and her worth and how they never folded with that. I watched how my sister, I just talked about this last week. I just saw how she moved. Nope, love you, but you ain't really like that for me. Bye. I'm not saying that to be mean. I'm saying that like, well, shit, there is something to that. There is. I don't have a settle bone in me. Oh, this will do. Oh, man, no. I don't settle with anything. I want the best in everything I do. So why would I settle for anything less than this woman makes me feel like she's waited for me her entire life? And there's nothing else there. I waited for you. Because I want to feel like I waited for her. Mm-hmm. I want that. So many people are married in relationships and don't have that. And they just try and make this shit work. And I ain't mad at them. But I don't want that. I don't want that. So I've never settled for anything less. But at the same time, hey, that shot clock ticking, Kate. <laughs> don't focus on that clock. You want the truth? Don't focus on that clock. I'm tired of dribbling at the top. Somebody set a screen. When you focus on that clock, that's when you settle for less. There you go. So that's my issue. That's what I'm dealing with. Now, if that means that my jaded past is creeping into my willpower of the future, someone will realize what I did there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did. I then did. I'm fucked. But that's kind of how I feel. I don't just want anybody, man. Right. I want her. Mm-hmm. You know what my favorite woman artist is? Oh, Her. She's great. <laughs> She's incredible. She said, wait for it. Come on now. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting for her. Like, whoo! I don't know, Katie. That's all I got. That's how I feel. I guess, yeah. I know. Now with you. No. Mm-hmm. Mm. Thank you for listening to part three of In The Moment. Katie just forced me to get real about my love life. What she doesn't know is I'm about to flip the script on her. Stay tuned for part four. Katie, you, um, you brought up therapy. Yeah. And it was not even something that we had talked about off mic. So I know it's obviously something that's been on your mind. And so it was just building and building and building. And my mom was like, Katie, I'm even going to therapy. You should be fine with it. Yeah. And so it was just building to the point where I'm like, do I need to go to therapy? I think I do. But I didn't understand who. Mm -hmm. And I knew that if I wanted to go to therapy, I wanted to be someone who could relate to me, you know? Well, that's the hardest part for a lot of people because sometimes it takes a person or two to find your person. And counselors are real people. You know, Mm -hmm. that's something else that I think Port Counseling Group made clear to us, which felt good to me because you want to feel like you're talking to somebody who's been through something. And I mean, a lot of their therapists are amazing because they're real people. And therapy doesn't have to be stiff. They talk to you as if you are a human being who genuinely needs help and they genuinely understand where you're coming from. And you can actually start out with a free consultation. Just visit portcg.com backslash moment. That's moment, M-O-E-M-E-N-T.